Welcome to Portrait of a Londoner. We're outside in Katrina's garden and we're talking to people about joy, aren't we? Uh, this week we talked to Jane Martin, who is a local legend and the reason I met Muna. Jane started a netball team. I say team, I'm, you know. Yeah, it was a netball team. team. Yeah. About six, seven years ago now. And yeah, brought quite a few of us together. And Jane is just so passionate about Crofton Park and the surrounding area and she writes a blog which she'll talk to us about. Hi, yes, I'm Jane. Um, I live in Crofton Park, have done for 32 years. I write a regular blog, well, every few months called the Crofton Column and sort of link that to my Twitter feed, which I'm very active on as Jane Can Do SE4. Just nearly seven years ago, I set up a netball team locally at King's College Sports Ground called On The Rise. And uh, Muna and Katrina um, joined that netball team and that's where we met. Um, Yeah. I was trying to think back to when I... um, Do you remember the time that you signed up for netball? back in 2014 Uh because I think I remember reading um I think it was a it may may not have been one of your blogs but it was something on um a forum a local forum it was and I think I'd had like maybe six months I think he was six months old then Issa yeah and I saw it and thought oh that that'd be really good and I remember emailing you and then joined the netball team and I hadn't played netball for like I don't know since I was at school yeah but it was just the best way of getting to know people locally. And, um, yeah, you starting that. No, it was. I had no idea when I started it because I think you two probably joined about six. So I think it's coming up to like seven years ago sort yeah. of when it first and you probably came, you know. I think I came. April, uh, May into the following year. Maybe, Yeah. And uh, I had no idea when I started it really with Claire, our neighbour, two doors up, and Alex. Alex was the youngest by far. I was the oldest by far. And then there was this lovely group of kind of 30-something, 40-something women who just joined and formed amazing friendships as well as Absolutely. Playing netball. Um, Badly Badly in my case, but it was more about the social (laughs) element for me. It's a very special thing. And I mean, it still is going on, isn't it? I mean, Joe's been amazing taking it forward. I realised about three years ago that, um, no, as I kept falling over, I think I'm too old for this. But uh, hopefully Joe's, Joe's going to start walking netball. And I'd love to play walking netball. Because I can throw and catch still just as, but I just couldn't keep up with. I'll never forget, though, like when I first met you, two things that you said to me. Well, yeah, firstly, that you were like, well, my daughter wanted a local friendly netball team and there wasn't one. So I just thought I'd start one. And I just thought, yeah, you know, power to you. That's the way we should be in life. But uh, the second thing was like, you just started laughing within like about two minutes of talking to me um, and you carried on. And I can't remember exactly what that was about, but that's just, you know, that's just your personality down to a T. I think you're like determined, social, 
And you're just a really happy soul, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I mean, these past six months have shown I'm very resilient and I see the positives in in life, definitely. Definitely. But... Uh, Do you yeah. think you've always been like that? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I kind of think I've been very lucky in life of over 60 years. Nothing really tragic has ever happened within my, you know, I still have my mum and dad alive. I still, you know, no, nothing. I mean, of course, bad things, not nice things of that. But, but yeah, so I kind of think that that has helped my sort of, yeah, being quite positive because um, I you look at some people and they seem very unlucky in life and the things that get thrown at them. But I, yeah, no. I... It's a really hard thing though because you've you know you've had you've had illness and you've been unwell yeah. and you've had you know some things happen to you. How do you how do you keep that positivity in difficult times? I. Yeah, no, I mean, sort of, I mean, it's six years now since I had breast cancer and I kind of often forget about it, really. But I do remember um, sort of feeling... I was always very positive when I heard the news. I mean, it wasn't news you wanted to hear, but, you know, I mean, it was, it was always, uh, you know, they'd caught it early and the outcomes were... So I just clung on to that very positive... And, um, again, everything that took place during that, the treatment and sort of, you know, it just all, you know, it, uh, I recovered really well and, yeah, you know... I just feel, yeah, very... It's one of the things I've always, like, really admired about you is, like, how much you enjoy life and enjoy, you know, getting out there and doing things and being involved in your community. It's a massive thing, which I'm sure you'll talk about in a minute, but that's really always impressed me about you, that you you just you love your community, you, you get involved with it, and you champion people in the community. Yeah, no, I just... I couldn't, I, you know, had no idea when I sort of moved to South London nearly 40 years ago. Me and Eamon came to South East London from university and never left it. So we were in Sydenham and then we've been in Crofton Park for 32 years. And I, you know, had no idea of what this area, you know, what the local schools were, anything. And I've just, it's just been amazing, amazing. I mean, the community round here is just, and I think that's been proved under lockdown, sort of how everyone supported and supported our local businesses and shopped local and just rallied round and, you know, and uh, it's just got better and better, really. And... Um, no, I, I, I do passionately, it is a genuine passion for this area and the people and, you know, of all, we're a very diverse community. We're just all, yeah, it's just amazing. My street is just amazing. We've had street parties that's brought us together. I was part, you know, of organising. No, they've just, um, yeah. When did you start the blog itself? Seven years ago, I think. 
gosh, that coincides. Yes, because um, that sort of coincide with me joining Twitter, and uh, which was the beginning of 2013. I've written two now under lockdown. In the first, because uh, I normally write one in March about everything that's happening coming up for the summer in the area. And I just thought, well, there's nothing happening. You know, I can't, what do I write? But then I sort of in May thought, actually, quite a lot is happening. You know, it may not be, you know, mm. Broccoli Max Festival this year, but which is very sad. But, you know, uh, there's even some new businesses, um, certainly that had opened and even more have opened under lockdown and all generally doing really well. And, you know, I wrote about all the community amazing initiatives that had come out of sort of lockdown. And I always write about my personal feelings about, yeah, what I've um, what I'm doing to survive lockdown kind of thing. So, What were you um, doing to survive lockdown? Well, how did you maintain your joy <laughs> in lockdown? Um, I think a huge thing has been cycling. Um, and I would now call myself a cyclist. And two years ago, I was not a cyclist. Um, so when Eamon retired, um, now nearly two years ago, a year, yeah, um, you know, he said, you know, I'd like, uh, he, he'd always been quite keen on cycling and gone off on a Saturday or Sunday morning for an hour or two, sort of quite early. And he, But he said, I'd love you to join me cycling. And I kind of, have you seen me cycle? I don't cycle. You know, I would go, we'd go on holiday and hire bikes and sort of any slight incline, you know, I'd be off my bike. I just couldn't do it. And so everyone started saying, well, you know, an electric bike is, um, so I just thought, yeah. So basically I bought an electric bike and it's amazing. Well, I think I've seen you whizzing by in Beckenham Place Park a couple oh, of I'm times. Nice is that where you Beckham. go regularly? Yeah. I, I, I could have sworn one day, I said to Lula, I'm sure that's Jane. Like, and you know, whizzing by. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it's amazing. I mean, electric bikes, I don't think you can buy one. They've been so popular, yeah. particularly. And, mm. uh, you know, and not just for older people, just for, you know. Um, yes, yeah, so I have, so, I mean, through, from day one when we locked down, we could get out and walk and go cycle. So I've... You know, that was amazing because we're quite lucky compared with quite a lot of European countries who couldn't really do those, necessarily those things. So um, cycling was amazing. Uh, and then, you know, my other big sport passion is tennis. And uh, quite quickly on, we could quite soon, it was like one mm. of the first sports that uh, I think golf and tennis worked out that's quite socially distanced. Um, so I've played lots of tennis, both, you know, sort of played down at Ladywell, but we've been members for God, about 35 years of Catford Wanderers. Um, Is there anything that you rediscovered that you maybe hadn't done for a long time that you, you know, discovered again during lockdown? Um, uh, something I love doing. I just find it, and I've sort of had a bit of a break from it, but I think actually it might keep 
keep me going through these next few is doing jigsaws. I've just found them the most kind of therapeutic sort of um, to just listen to James O'Brien ranting on LBC on the morning and uh, doing the jigsaw. And uh, I've just set up quite a few people wanted to do swaps. So I've got sort of jigsaws laid out for the next. Um, yeah, just so that's something that I've really discovered. I mean, I've always had a jigsaw in our house, but um, we'd have one for Christmas and all join in doing it. But I, I yeah, it's become quite a yeah, lovely thing. So, yes, I've done, I did some extra volunteering during lockdown. Well, it one's particularly continuing quite. Um, Eamon's been involved with the uh, Catford Irish Centre, um, a trustee. And so the, every Wednesday, specifically on bikes, we've been delivering hot meals every Wednesday lunchtime to sort of 40, 50 kind of elderly uh you know, people in 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 the borough. Um, so we do that. Um, I got involved kind of late on, which I slightly regret, and I kind of think I'm sure it will come back to it. I got involved with um, Lewisham VSL doing um, packing um, box food boxes for those that were shielding. Um, I kind of yeah, sort of joined that at the tail end and that's now shot, stopped at the moment and then I did some work with food bank um but yeah I kind of um the rail I don't you know if you know um uh, the beautiful Crofton Park railway garden that I'm really I mean, I'm not really a gardener <laughs> at all, but I just think that space is beautiful. And I pass it, you know, it's, it's three right next minutes. It's tracks, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I pass it um, pretty well every morning when I go up to Crofton Park. And so I've got um, involved in volunteer days and I um, we did two markets. Um, so I totally, my forte really is events. And so I totally led on um, having two markets there in August and September. And we did decide to postpone the one for October because we just felt with the numbers going up and the sort of increasing guidelines that it was it, they were so popular they were so popular that um they certainly brought joy to the community um we were going to ask you about your family because i've got this memory of you telling me that uh when you went out for family walks your dad always brought a ball and he was always like throwing it. And I remember you telling me once you thought that was like an early influence of you all finding a loving sport. So apart from that, did your parents influence you in any other way? Talking about things you might do for joy, because sports obviously one that we've mm, talked about. Mm, mm. I mean, if anything, yeah, the I think the the con slight confusion about the about the ball in the Amen. <laughs> 
always we'd go out with our kids with a ball and oh, just I throw the it. Story. But, but <laughs> no, but my dad was would sort of from an early age kind of threw a cricket ball at us all because he had a passionately love and still does um going to be 89 in a few weeks time and he spends his life just watching every cricket game from around the world and listening and watching cricket it's his absolute passion um and um so he absolutely my dad was very influential i think uh in all three of us, uh, so I've got a twin sister and a brother, just 12, um, 14 months younger. And um, we, uh, the great outdoors, my dad, holidays were not, you know, people were going to and lying on a beach in Mallorca and that was not what our family holidays were. They were like going to mountains and sort of having to climb and go for really long walks and um but you know I think we it it obviously yeah the three of us now we're all go we're all 60 plus um all have still an absolute passion for being outdoors and sport if you want to find us, we are on Instagram at Portrait of a Londoner. You can email us at portraitofalondoner at gmail.com or on Twitter at Portrait Podcast. If you've liked this episode, do share it using the hashtag Portraits of Joy. <laughs>